What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I start off with a record-length Bold and Brood segment that includes debating if championships are harder in football or basketball, as well as ranking the best kids' movie soundtracks. Next, we'll recap the 2021 Noel Best Man competition. After a brief NBA play-in discussion, we'll play a quick round of Stumptown, and then we out. Let's do it. Oh, that was messy. Mmm. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Welcome, friends and family, to The Rookie Show. I'm one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503 himself, a.k.a. The Bloody Knuckle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You get that reference now. I do. Uh, We'll get there eventually. I would like to point out the knuckle part is because you're kind of round and have no hair and you're kind of short and stubby. You kind of look like a knuckle. A A little bit. A little bit. You're very knuckle-esque. Stubby is not that good of a word to be described (laughs) as, but... If there's, I was like, I'm sure there's worse you. things. What? If Nikki described you like that. Like, what's Elvis As like? He's kind of stubby. Ugh. And then they're like, oh, do you mean like stubbly? Like he has a lot of stubble? She's like, no. Stubby. No. stubby like like Steiny stein, bottles. Like those. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what up? Coin. I've got two for you now. Okay. A what up? A beer? As nold as the Rockies. Hmm. Technical difficulties. <laughs> what up? Ah, a null. A very apt name. Uh, yeah. Listeners, I would be lying if I told you that we hadn't already recorded a majority of this podcast. We did have some technical difficulties yesterday. That's good. First, first half hour of the pod went real smooth last night, and then I looked down and my uh, phone... It's telling me that it's not recording anymore, and I go to try to save the 30 minutes that we'd recorded, and it just disappeared. Gone forever. Boop. Dead. Boop. Dead. So we are now we're, we're getting some redundancy going with the recording, so that doesn't happen again. So I That's apologize. fine with us. I mean, you're still going to get the same great pod, same great content. You're just, we're we're already, just more practiced at it. And we're like already getting more, more info, like technical null difficulties. I was not expecting that. That's right. That's right. Well, why don't we, uh, we had a, we had a very long weekend. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel better now. I was feeling worse yesterday, Pod. Right. But I also, I got my second COVID vaccine, mm. uh, yesterday and everybody was okay. like, oh, it's going to hit you hard, knock you out. Honestly, I think I was in such a bad spot that the, the vaccine kind of like little double negative, reverse, reverse, you know, Re- reverse pol- polarization or something. Yeah. 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 I actually feel pretty damn good today. Um, got a good night's sleep. I even got a workout in today. Um, wow. Yeah. Feeling pretty damn good. work. Good for Mm -hmm. you, Coin. Hey, thanks, man. Well, then I think it's time to dive into something bold and something brewed. And it's time for something bold and something brewed. (laughs) I couldn't even do a (laughs) follow-up. Follow-up harmonization to that because I like that so much. That was fantastic. (laughs) Best one yet. Oh, thank you. All right, Coin. What are you drinking... I don't want to say this evening. Let me point out, this is probably the first time I've recorded a pod in the daylight, I want to say. Ah, that's right. Quite nice. That's definitely not true, because it's in the summertime, the sun goes down at 10. But it's, it's not even 5 time. o'clock summer for me right now. Yeah. Coin, what are you drinking this afternoon? Uh, this post-noon, Noel, I have for you, like I said in the intro, a beer is nold as the Rockies. I have a crisp mm. Coors Light Bullet. Nice 12-ounce oh. can of that. Just yeah. a lovely, lovely sheen on this silver bullet here. Um, got the, got the red cores just right against those. Those mountains are very much blue. I don't know if you can wow. tell from there. I can tell. Yes, oh I yeah. Can. They're very blue. So, uh, blue. yeah, it's, it's quite nice. I like how the most recent can, uh, upgrade for Coors Light, they softened the letters. They like get rid of the outline around the letters. I, I, it's a very nice, clean look. I really appreciate what they did there. What do you think of the uh, going from gold to silver, from banquet to 
Coors Light, do they feel like, do you feel like it's a little bit degrading to people who drink Coors Light? Like you should be drinking the number one beer and this is our number two beer? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. Yeah. Without a doubt. It feels like, like you're drinking the silver medal. The guy who originally invented Coors is like, okay, I made this really great beer and you want like a shittier version of it? Why? Then you get a silver medal for drinking said beer. I'm actually 100% certain that's exactly how it happened. So, yeah. W- well okay. done stumbling onto that. Uh, this could be fun. I feel like I'm going to want to be like, we actually hadn't done this last night because we're just going to go on different tangents now. It's true. Yeah. yeah. No criteria. <laughs> you guys we are going to not talk about the same thing. These are second tangents. Um, coin, I am drinking this afternoon the same mm-hmm. beer I had yesterday as well. It is from Lake Placid Craft Brewing Co. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. called the Ubu Ale. Um, as I mentioned, the Lake Placid Brewing Co. logo is a uh, red Adirondack chair. So that's, I think, an on all their labels. And then there's a little pooch there. Ron- little Ron-Dak. doggy. Little Ron- doggy. Yeah, I got it. Adirondack. <laughs> <laughs> What's, is Adirondack like a mountain range, right? Um, it sounds like it. I okay. think it's a type of chair. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how I fair, know it. too. It's a nice, nice little pup Rooney right there on the bottle. I like that. He is nice. Um, so you, Ubu the dog, and then you, you've heard of the Sit Ubu Sit, right? From TV. I have not. Yeah, so no. I can't remember. There's some production company. I think it's from like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, one of those things. They're like, Sit Ubu Sit. What does that mean? It's, I think oh, it's like a director's oh, okay. dog or something like that. I don't Gotcha. He just based his whole company around it. I did look this up. The mountain village of Lake Placid was once home to a legendary chocolate lab named Ubu. The biggest dog you've ever seen with an uncanny nose for great beer. What do you think so of the name Ubu for a dog? It's, it's awful. It's not good. I, I can't stand it, actually. This dog should be put down. Ubu! <laughs> Yelling for your lost <laughs> dog like that. <laughs> Sounds really funny. Ubu! <laughs> Ubu! <laughs> this is, and this then you're actually concept. kind of opening. Like, God, I hope... I actually do hope the gator or the crocodile or whatever did eat that dog named Ubu. <laughs> how many how many dogs are named ba- on the basis of what it sounds like when you're calling for them? Because probably not I, enough. I promise I will be, <laughs> in the future, now that I've thought about it, right. I will be thinking about that. It'll just be random sounds. Yeah. Mocho! <laughs> Quinoa! Quinoa is not bad, actually. Quinoa is not a bad name. Any any sound you're getting, like, two completely different ones? (laughs) Yeah. Lino! (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's making me think of it to be funny if you're, like, searching for a lost dog, and then even though the dog has a name, you just start saying different sounds in the cadence of calling for the dog. So the dog's name is something stupid, like Elvis. Yeah. Everyone's like, Elvis! And you're like, (laughs) Mate! Dogs don't know. They're dumb. And then, well, even better is like the other people in the group are like looking at you. They're like, does he know the dog's name? Or is he having a stroke? We're and then sure. I, you have to wonder if there's a search party for this dog. Can you do the same in a search party for a lost child? I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. You, do you shout a kid's name when they're searched? It's oh, not, yeah. Not often that the kids like... Have you ever seen like, a thing? The kids just like, runs str- back str- like, Stranger oh. Things. They're like, well... Uh, well, yeah. yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, makes no dumb. sense. The kid's lost. It's not because he, you know, can't find his way. He's been kidnapped. It could be. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I would say one percent of the time. Actually, I just watched an episode of Yellowstone where they're searching for the kid, and they were all saying his name. So, there you yeah, go. there you go. Um, a couple other things for something brewed. This may be the longest bold and brewed segment of of all time. Something <laughs> brewed. Um, quick beer story that I told you yesterday, but uh, I'm going to tell you again. When I went to the Cubs game a week ago, mm-hmm. I found out that they only do mobile ordering at the concession stands. The fucking and it worst. Is I hate it. There's a lot. There's a few breweries here that do. You have to order at the table and put in your card information each time. It is the worst. And then it's just amplified that much more at a sporting event when you're like trying to make good time. And there's no line. You could literally walk up and ask the person for a beer, and they're not doing anything. 
because it's limited capacity. But you go up to the the front and they go, yeah, you have to go scan that barcode back there and order from there and then come up and we'll tell you when it's ready. So I had to do that twice. It took me like a half an hour to go down to get my Chicago dogs at the lower concourse, then come up and get some nachos for Katie. And I decided to get the beer there. Well, finally, after a miserable 30 minutes, the lady asked for my ID when I finally get up to the stand. And she's, like, real excited. She's like, no way! And I was like, what? Like, you haven't seen a Montana ID or something? And she said, I've been working here for seven years, and I have never met anyone with the same birthday as me. And as we discussed yesterday, that's ridiculous. You should have gotten you December You have 1st. to have served, at this point, 10,000 beers, probably. Right. Working 81 games, games a year. for yeah. so That's 560 games. Yeah. 10,000 is low. Yeah, how many IDs are you checking per game? <laughs> At least 100? 100? Yeah, 100. So yeah, 100 probably. She's literally seen 10,000 billion names. Oh my roughly. god, that's so many. Um, then she proceeded to just slide me an extra beer. So after all that, that miserable... Lady. Shouts that lady. I should have gotten her name. Um, but it was Call worth her Claire. It. Claire. Thank you, Claire, for yeah. your service. Shouts. Um, last thing on something brewed. Um, as the listeners Wait, probably quick question know. before you oh, get Oh, yeah. There. Sorry, go ahead. Um, do you think you pronounce Chicago differently now that you live in Chicago? Because I feel a like you've bit. been saying Chicago dogs. I'm like, whoa, mm. where did that come from? Today, gosh, I want to remember what the word was. I was walking with these two native Midwesterners to get lunch, and um, I said, maybe it was Chicago, but mm. I noticed myself saying something with a Chicago accent, and I'm like, why did I say it that way? People say... Like, I told you about this inspector who always calls me up, and I answer the phone, and he goes, Montana. <laughs> Every time. That's and so, so uh, That's great. I start I saying that. it like that. I know, exactly. Um, yes. So to answer your question, yes. Okay. I've developed okay. a Chicago accent. Good. Um, we were in Portland for the Best Man competition slash bachelor party this Fact. weekend. And just in the Something Brewed segment, I just wanted to list the, the fewer of the... Few of the breweries we went to, the mm-hmm. fewerries perhaps, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the beers we had there. So, you and I went to Migration Brewery, quite nice. Had a Mohazic, yep. good name. I had a straight out of Portland. It's a lovely brewery, just a few blocks blocks from my house. As I told you when we were there, though, food is absolute trash. Just the worst. The worst. The worst food. Is that where you get real bad swass? No, that's this oh. uh, brewery called either Ecliptic. Or, yeah, we'll go with Ecliptic, I think. Is Ecliptic, one. sure. Okay. We also went to Von Ebert Brewing with the, with the whole crew, and I liked this name very much, the Volatile Substance. Mm-hmm. They have a it's great nice. name beer list. Probably one of the best in Portland, for sure. Fantastic. I, I believe yeah. I got the Sector 7. Sector 7. Um, and then we, of course, went to Ten Barrel Brewing, which is a big one. I got the Profuse Juice. Mm, another great pick. I might have gotten Apocalypse or possibly the Joe IPA. The Joe IPA, and we drank lots of pub beer, which is uh, their, as you put it, Bud Light copycat, basically. Yeah, it's, I think they just slide a white sleeve over a Bud Light, and they're like, this is ours now. So, Overall, I would just like to commend Portland on the beer naming. I just thought they were, overall, you go into the breweries, and there's you know three, four, five great names. We do, we do a great job here. It's out here, there's like, you're lucky to get one, for being yeah. honest. Yeah, and uh, the... This art, so we have our own onion spinoff. I think I've mentioned it on the pod before. We have our own onion spinoff. It's called the Stumptown Scallion. Stumptown, of course, mm-hmm. is the name of Stumptown. They got that trivia. from you, right? Yeah, yeah from me, right. from Kobe Smolders, obviously. Thank it was you, her Kobe. idea to come up with it. Uh, but it's called the Stumptown Scallion. And one of the articles last week was like, Portland Brewery bravely adds another IPA to the list. <laughs> It's good. So good. It's funny because it's, it's true. Really they yeah. have a lot of IPAs. That's it's an thing, insane amount. It's it's, it's, it's it is different. I've traveled around. I've been like there are just not as many IPAs. I would say no. at least half of the Portland menu is like IPAs. Yes, I've noticed that in like breweries here. I'd say usually there's like two or three. Yeah. Um, anything else for something brewed? Something brewed? Uh, no, I think that we pretty much hit everything. Oh, top golf beers. It's great to drink beers out of pitchers, I will say. God damn it, I love a good pitcher. We were, How do you uh, feel about the pitcher with the little coolie thing inside, though? 
my my gut was like, hey, wait a minute. Did they just put this in here to make it look like there's more beer in the pitcher than there yes. actually is? But it only took me three seconds to change my mind and be like, what a what a great innovation that we have here to keep the beer cold in the pitcher. So I'm in on it. Are you still out? I, I, I think it looks bigger. I don't know. I'd have to know. I'd have to know for certain that there's for sure just as much beer. Then it's good. But honestly, in a group like our, I mean, is is the beer in the pitcher going to warm up before it gets to our glass? Like... How long? Maybe are the by the fifth there? pitcher or something, you know? That's true. You're slowing down a little bit. People are just taking little bits and pieces. I'm inclined to say, here's another take, that I would prefer a plastic pitcher to a glass pitcher. Oh, no doubt. Why is that? I don't know why I prefer it. I don't know. Something about I think it's just definitely lighter, which is easier to pour. So I, mm. I liked I like to be the one pouring across table. It feels well, good. Sure. Gives me, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm the captain of my domain at this place now. I'm just look at me. You're, you're top, you're like top, top guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, 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 okay, you got you. I love doing it. Truly, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, so, so the glass one, the glass one, it's just got some heft. You kind of got to mm-hmm. like counterpoint, I guess. If you're a single guy, you really got to like flex your arm to do it. Show off yeah. to the ladies, you know. It's kind of uh, like but, the the Hulk of like where he says the the thing is I'm always angry. My mm-hmm. counter would be, the thing is, I'm always flexing. Just straight always flexing. That's a fact. <laughs> okay, so we're in on uh, plastic pictures. We're in on plastic pictures, for sure. All right, Coin, why don't you give me something bold? All right, Noel, I do have something bold for you, with a little research, actually. Oh, I love research. Um, this last week on Twitter, Kendrick Perkins said, it is way harder to win a championship in the NBA than it is in the NFL. Mm. I personally feel... Very much the opposite. I would imagine that you feel similarly, but I actually have some numbers that I would like to use to sway you, possibly, or that I think can prove my point. Yep. Um, So, Noel, in the NBA, the last 10 teams to win the title, there have been six one seeds, three two seeds, and a three seed. Uh, In fact, 34 of the last 50 NBA NBA champions have been one seeds. So that's mm, wow. 68% of the time, uh, for the people following along slowly, that is the one seed's winning. Also, it's not the number one overall. It's either one seed in each conference. So Got it. A little, little leeway. Okay. Yep. Um, in the NFL, the last 10 teams to win the title have been uh, two seed, two seed, six, one, five, three, four, one, two, four. So, that is so wild to me. Only two one-seeds out of the last ten Super Bowls. Uh, one of those one-seeds was the Seahawks. That team was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and they just beat the shit out of the Broncos in the Super Bowl, I think. And the Broncos were also the one-seed on the other side. Sounds right. Sounds right, yeah. Uh, the other one was the Nick Foles-led Eagles team that had the MVP candidate Carson Wentz tear his ACL in week 15 or 16. Sounds um, right, yeah. Going in very hobbled and then had this miracle run through the playoffs and actually beat Tom Brady and the Patriots that stopped them from winning three straight and four out of five Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so in f- uh, after that, uh, two in the last ten, there's only been 16 one seeds have won the last 50 Super Bowls. So 32% Jeez. is less than 68. So, <laughs> Noel... You. For that what I suggest is that merely by the fact that the best team wins in the NBA twi- wins the NBA title more than twice as often as NFL teams and three times as much in the last ten years, that it is harder to win a Super Bowl than it is the NBA Finals. Um, first of all, I was completely shocked when you listed out the Super Bowl winning seeds. Um, I just in my head, I think the teams that get the buys, the team that get home field, mm-hmm. they make it all the time. That's pretty wild. Um, I did see something about this on Twitter yesterday. I didn't see Perkins' tweet. I saw something from a football player. Clayus Campbell, my, I believe. Yes, uh, yes, it was Clayus Campbell. Uh, my gut reaction was um, that since any team can win a Super Bowl, that means it's easier. Like, it's harder to be the best team in the NBA, and it's easier for like a random seed to just get lucky and win it. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of a matter of perspective, but I've decided to lean your way and agree with the fact that it is harder to 
have the no doubt best team and take care of business and win uh, in in the NFL. And it's harder to, um, yeah, put together that dominant team like you can in the NBA. Exactly, but like like we've seen with the Warriors, super team just absolutely dominated everybody each mm-hmm. year. Uh, LeBron, pretty much every team, LeBron is on like, hey, you have the best player, you're going to win. For a while, I mean, it's kind of been true with Brady a lot, but they're still not. They haven't really been the best team yeah. all the time. And I think the best argument probably for this is when uh, two years ago with that Ravens team that just annihilated everybody from like week four on pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of got shit on in the playoffs. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah, just seeing the dynasties, like thinking about the Warriors when KD was there, like it was not hard for them to win the championship. No. Not they just put all the best players on a team. You can put all the best players on a football team. They still might not win. Still might not win. Exactly. So there you go. Okay. All right. That That's is my something bold. bold. What do you got, Noel? Thank you. My something bold, I went a different direction. I saw that this week is the 20th anniversary of the movie Shrek coming out. Great, a lot of articles great online. Flick. Great flick. Great flick. Um, I did find some new information that I didn't give you last night. You Ooh. may know this, but I did not, and it was quite a shocker. Did you know? That, that Michael Mike Myers, Myers voices Shrek. No, although somebody did. What was the Mike Myers reference this last weekend? Somebody said, <laughs> "Oh, Graham." Uh, I think Graham was talking about Michael Myers, like the killer. Yeah, and someone yeah. said, "Oh, like Austin Powers." Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Oh, it's because who I dressed up for Halloween. That's it. And then right. I gave him the point because it was uh, uh, Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. All right. Any Hoosiers? Mike Myers was not originally cast for Shrek. Do you know who was? Tom Cruise. Chris Farley, and then he died. There are actual clips online on YouTube of Chris Farley and Eddie Murphy voicing over scenes from the sh- from Shrek. Like, they did that. Holy shit. What year did... Didn't Farley die in, like, 97? Uh, sounds right. Shrek came out in 01. 01. It took, they, I read, the article was talking about how it was, like, a lot of years of, like perfecting it they were originally going to do like a stop motion animation they went to the cgi and stuff like that they were talking about how all-star aired in 99 i want to say 98 98. yeah and they were concerned that it wasn't going to be as big of a hit when they released the movie and stuff Mm -hmm. so there you go chris farley look it up there are chris farley eddie murphy uh like the scene where they're at the campfire and the shrek is they're going heart to heart kind of thing oh I gotta uh, say, I, I gotta say, I don't know if it's the same movie as with Chris Farley. Well, that's the thing. He is not doing a fat bastard accent at all. He's just doing a Chris Farley voice. So I don't know how Mike Myers decided on on the Mm-mm. what nationality is that? He's Scottish or something like that? Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. It's got the little twang on the end. Yeah, the ogre. So, yeah, like oh, I am an ogre. Yeah. yeah. So that's your fun fact. Now no, I'll get into my something fact. both. Um, of course, the emphasis on Shrek is the soundtrack. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ventured to list my top kids' movie soundtracks, but not counting musicals. I don't want to be counting, like, you know, songs that they sing during the movie. I just want songs playing in the background of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought you'd never ask, but if we did include musicals, what would my list be? Okay, I'll tell you that first. Number <laughs> one is Tarzan. I knew I didn't have to ask. He was coming. <laughs> Number one is Tarzan. Phil Collins just lighten it up for about sure. four bangers for sure. Um, also, oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Zan, another Zan I hadn't considered. Oh, Zan. <laughs> yeah. What up, cool. Zan? Uh, Rosie O'Donnell on Trash in the Camp is good as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. I, I'm well champ. aware. She's the, the short one. She's the gorilla. Yeah. Then the next three in some order are Lion King, Aladdin, and the original Frozen. Your thoughts? Y- yeah. I'm glad that you went, obviously, Tarzan won. Phil Collins mm-hmm. went nupid hard on that soundtrack mm-hmm. i think that i'm glad you asked me to rank them i would go um lion king frozen latin latin yeah and then maybe at five i'm going little mermaid Little Mermaid has some bangers as well. Mm-hmm. And I should clarify that this is just a top-to-bottom soundtrack. It's got to have several. We're not going one-hit wonders. As you mentioned, You, the Mulan song, Everybody Loves, is not your favorite Mulan song. Mm-mm. But at best, they have two bangers, I would agree, right, on Mulan? Oh, at least. At least two bangers. Yeah. Hercules? Does Hercules Ooh. have some good tunes? 
pretty good, right? I'm moving Hercules up to like fourth. <laughs> okay, you you may. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tangent on that, I noticed that I said Aladdin in the way that I say Alexa. I no longer pronounce. She's probably listening. Oh, I no longer pronounce the first syllable, and she'll still hear it. Aladdin and Alexa. It. Just watch. I'll say. You can hear. You can see her. Alexa. Yeah. You don't have sure. to say the first syllable. It sounds like you're of- saying the uh though. I'm not. Watch. It'll be very distinct. Lexa. See, it's still kind of there, though. You know? Well, okay. <laughs> well, that's just how the, the English language is. Yeah, it's Anyway. True. You're right. You're right. Why say lot words when, when few do few the word, trick? Yeah, exactly. Do trick. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's get to the actual something bold. We're only 25 minutes in. Jeez. I'll go as quickly through these. Shrek's number one. You got All Star. You got I'm a Believer cover by Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. You got Hallelujah, which I read today was uh, like really that's where it first started becoming a popular soundtrack song, and now it's on like every TV show. Fun um, fact: most rewritten song of all time. There's like 200 something versions mm, of Hallelujah. Yes, exactly. Also, did you know that on the Shrek soundtrack there is a cover of an 80s song called "Best Years of Our Lives." Covered by the Baja Men. Mmm. We do love the men. We stand the men and both of their hit songs, including. <laughs> we love your. Can hit you move songs. it like this? Huh? Can you including, move it like this? Is that one? Right? I can shake it like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Second, I'm gonna go with Space Jam. It feels like out of necessity. It's not my favorite necessarily, but some real bangers on there. Mm-hmm. Fly like an eagle slaps. The song do, Space do, do, Jam. Do, do, do. Which we agree doesn't really make sense. Like, no, it makes no sense. Come on and slam welcome to the jam. I don't mm-hmm. really know what that means. Third, you got I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly, which just takes you takes you to a new level. The, wait, back to the Space Jam thing. I feel like there's a point in there where they're making it sound like, is there a specific Space Jam dance? Do you know? Do they say do the Space no, Jam? No, it's, yeah, it says, everybody get up, it's time to Space Jam. No, no, I think it's time to slam now. Is it time to space jam? I yeah, it's I think time that's to what they slam says. now. Is it? That's slam. what I thought it was. Do your dance in your hands at the space, space jam. jam. Oh, you're right. You might be right. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. You could, you could do the space <laughs> yeah. jam. Uh, also, Basketball Jones is a, is a nice song. Mm-hmm. Lastly, I'm going to go with a sleeper pick. Cheaper by the Dozen soundtrack. Mm, it's this, the Steve Martin great flick and his 12 kids. All twelve, all dozen of them. Hillary Duff is in there as well. Ah, um, she's the oldest, right? Was the boy the oldest? She might be. She's top yeah. three. Uh, I'm just a kid by Simple Plan is the headliner there, which whew, just doesn't get better. It's in our wheelhouse. It is. Uh, in too deep by Sum Forty One. Sum Forty One was my very first CD. See, all killer, no filler. I think Simple Plan was my first CD. Yeah, that pretty makes sure. Sense. Okay. That might have been my second one. <laughs> I think it's no pads, no helmets, just, just balls. balls. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and then lastly, a little known fact, a cover of the Beatles song, Help. Help, I need somebody. Sung by none other than Fountains of Wayne. Who's, who, who else could pay tribute to the Beatles? <laughs> of course, Stacy's mom's legend. Don't they have another song that we said is not? Yeah, is um, it's like Interstate something. What? Welcome yeah. Inter? No, that's the name of the album. Is like Welcome Interstate Salesman or something like that. Okay, fair enough. Did um, you have any? Uh, are you looking it up? Fountains of Wayne, second best song. Yeah, they've got nothing. Okay. <laughs> Welcome um, Interstate Managers. That's what the name of the album is. Okay. Well, their Sorry, second best song is the cover of Help by the Beatles. So. Definitely. Any, uh, any movies I missed? I'm trying to think of great soundtracks. Um, you mentioned I'm Just a Kid, and I feel like Grind. I'm actually positive oh. Grind. Grind is so good. How many of our listeners so have seen Grind, do you think? At least half. We, we half? have a very okay. specific audience, I think. Fair enough. Grind, grind bangs. I would watch it again. It is good. What else? Um, Not really kids ooh, movie. You know what? Uh, also, Rush Hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me see. They got, got everybody don't stop till you get enough. Exactly. Kung Fu Fighting? Is that on there? I oh, guess yeah, it probably definitely. is. Okay. We'll count it. But that's all that I have for you. Okay. Thank you for adding to the list of kids movie soundtracks with Grind and Rush Hour 3. Yeah. That has been 
a very long episode of Something Bold and Something Brood. It's time for Something Bold. Something Bold. Yeah. Okay. All right, Coin. Uh, let's do a quick recap of the weekend that was best best man competition. Best I'll man let the comp. listeners know kind of the arcs of the competition and who won, and we can hit some highlights. Okay. Coin, the favorite of the competition. I think he was plus one twenty, plus one ten, maybe one fifty. Okay. Probably probably too good of odds. Started out very hot. One top golf, just crushed, crushed. No us. surprise. Had a nice twenty pointer in the blue target. Uh, one Travis trivia, thanks to naming like seven of my nicknames. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's where I pulled that. That's what Ronnie was like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I, know. I was like, I make up a nickname every week. I don't know what you want me to say. It is bullshit. And then the punt, pass, kick, and frumble competition, you also dominated. Just straight domination. It wasn't yeah. close. A great punt. Perfect spiral. It was beautiful. College punter. Um, the self-egg toss, uh, was the turning point, um, Coin did did you not get one down? Or I you got, got third. one down. Got you got third. third. Okay, I apologize. I apologize. Coin got third, third place. Or fourth, uh, maybe. Christian Kerr, who was pretty close to the top of the favorites list, was 0 for 2 on catching his egg and then mm. on his last attempt, secured the gold medal with a fantastic egg toss. Right. So that was kind of the turning point. Kerr then won two of the last three events, a couple of drinking game, beer pong uh, type things. And then it really just came down to Birio Kart. Yep. Coin was not favored in Birio Kart. Made a very nice effort to get to the finals. The final four, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Proud of that. Needed to probably get second or third. Maybe just third out of four. I just needed uh, third. To win the best man competition. Couldn't pull it out. Was sadly against the best of the best. Correct. And uh, fell by 10 points. Final score, 620 to 610. Your thoughts, Coin? Again... Not counting the chugging competition is absurd because I won. Right, 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 right. Which right, was right. an event in in the competition in which Correct. I won, and then you were just like, "Nah, I don't know about that one. We won't count it." Interesting <laughs> choice. It's just an interesting there. choice. Coin did not finish his beer when he chugged the beer, but that's fine. I did. Finish it, my beer. It's usually a it was all foam. You said foam's good. It was foam. It was not foam. It was, it was foam. Wet. It was foam. <laughs> um, other highlights of the best man competition: mm-hmm. playing beer die. Was fantastic. If you haven't played Beer Die, great. listeners, you need to this because a great splash, game. Splashing your opponent is just so satisfying. So, in the best drinking uh, spectator sport, like mm-hmm. I very I, nah, I mean I love playing. Definitely partner Beer Die, but one on one Beer Die is a great event to watch. It is, and I don't. Had we done one on one Beer Die before? Had you? I'm sure we'd played at some Probably point. Probably had. But yeah, it was nice. It was a good time. Yeah. Um. I would like to shout out my own two gold medals that I won in my own best man mm-hmm. competition, which was cornhole that I dominated in and Birio Kart, which I you won. You did end up race. winning Birio Kart. I was trying to remember if Kenji won. I did win that Koopa Troopa Beach. It felt good. It was the closing closing event. Also, I will say, it's just I got Yoshi four times to start out that final race, and then Graham just kept closing out until he got it, and I was like, dude, whatever. I, it makes a difference. Yoshi is the second best. I didn't know. That. I didn't recall that happened. So who were you? Like Peach? I ended up taking DK? like uh, Wario. Uh, yeah, I think I was Wario, just because I thought it'd be funnier. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I had a few jumps where it was like Yoshi makes that jump, mm-hmm. and Wario does not. It was Koopa Troop. I apologize for that. Yeah. Um, the failed frumbles. So if you don't know what a frumble is, it's where you smash a beer on your head uh, until it explodes and then you chug mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some nice videos of some fellas, like, uh, namely Joe and Kenji, who just couldn't do it. And they this. just kept smashing Joe did finally get it. But yes, correct. It's very tough. Tough scene when they would rear back to just go all out and you just kind of lightly halfway go there and you're just kind of tapping your head with the beer and you're like, ah, I can't get it. You're like, I'm bashing this beer against my head as hard as I possibly can. And if you do that, it won't hurt as much. You just have to sell out. and just, You don't even you really don't, feel it. It just kind of it. No. explodes like it gives. It does. It yeah. does. Um, number four, drunk Elvis stories. So maybe you can fill the listeners in on what bloody knuckle means and give that mm. story again. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I don't even know. I don't think I sound really congested or anything like that. But on, I'm sure a, a lot of our listeners also have me on Snapchat. I sent out a snap Friday night. Uh, there's so there's a patio at our at our Airbnb, and I was staying in the room that was connected to that door, and right next to our room was the uh, bathroom, 
And so we wanted to lock the our door, and then we were just like, oh, we'll, we'll climb through the bathroom window and get through the, side, the patio door if we need to get in. And uh, towards the end of the night, this will surprise a lot of people, I actually got wasted. Very, very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> very, 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 very drunk. Quite drunk. Um, and I'm, like, trying to crawl out of the window to get into our room, and I put both my hands in the corners. Both of my hands just completely slip out, and I drop, like, three and a half feet, all of my body weight, just directly onto my face and nose. Yes. And uh, it still hurts a lot. Pretty sure I broke my nose. Mm, um, yes. It doesn't look too messed up. It's definitely swollen. Yeah. Uh, didn't get black eyes, which is kind of fun. I'm shocked about. Um, but then, so after I, like, how did I describe it yesterday? Uh, slide. Uh, slunk? Slunk, Slunk. I believe, after maybe? I slunk out of the window. Yeah. I kind of got on all fours and I could feel the bloody nose coming and uh it was it was a lot of blood. It didn't stop for quite a while. It was a genuine puddle of blood. I'd be willing to bet if the listeners are picturing the amount of blood, it's more than that. Yeah. It wasn't Just, like it was probably like a foot in diameter each way of blood. It truly was. If you had if you had took and taken a step into the blood it would splash. It's, yeah. it was a puddle genuinely. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, so that anyways, was yeah. fantastic. Mhm. The number one highlight, in my opinion, of the bachelor party was Fogo de Chao. If you, if you do not know what Fogo de Chao is, it is this chain Brazilian steakhouse. Um, they might the not have it, it in their city. You probably do. <laughs> First shouts to Nate Heinrichs, who is telling me about this group chat with Elvis, Nate, and Graham, where Graham suggested Fogo de Chao, and then Nate said, yeah, and I responded to him, how unique we could go to one of their 60 locations nationwide. Meanwhile, Nate's telling me that story when Elvis is overhearing it and goes, no, Nate, actually, I said that in the group text. <laughs> that was me. I said that comment. And he just looks at me and he goes, yeah, he did say it. <laughs> he just, Travis is like laughing his ass off at Nate's comment. He's like, this is great. Did you hear what he said? And I think uh, you repeated it to me. And I was like, yes, that yes. was me. Yeah. <laughs> and you just turn to Nate and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a thong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... It turned into the seven of us just ripping Graham about how um, the Fogo de Chao experience is so unique and so unique to Portland and uh, just majestic and fancy. That was probably the drunkest in public we were the entire weekend, too. We were incredibly drunk. A lot of people were really drunk, namely Travis, was incredibly drunk at this restaurant. That was probably the drunkest I was all weekend. It was either there or the barbecue, I'm not sure. Which unfortunately means I don't really remember eating this weekend. Yeah. Like, I remember eating you the remember pizza brec- the one brunch. night. Brunch, yeah, okay, brunch was good. And we had tequila shots at brunch. Mm-hmm. So, Fogo de Chao, I was also calling all of the waitresses and waiters Nicole. All I believe of one of them was named Nicole, that's why. One of, our first one was named Nicole, for sure. And okay. then you thought it was funny, and I was just like, god damn it. <laughs> I thought maybe Nicole was Brazilian for wait staff. <laughs> I'll be your Nicole for the Excuse me, Nicole. Excuse me. <laughs> what? Uh, so those were the highlights. Anything I missed? No, I think you. I think you drilled all of it. Especially the, the the unique experience is just such a good joke that will literally be a joke forever. Like any time I see a Fogo child, I'm gonna laugh. It's true. They tell you not to talk about inside jokes on the pod. You know the the pod teachers that we have. I yeah. don't know who they are. Pod coaches for sure. But it's, yeah, pod coaches that. We, but we don't have any pod coaches. We do our no. own thing. So I hope you. We, I'd like that. to think if you get everybody in on the inside joke, then the inside joke's funnier. I think we should turn all of our listeners and make Fogo de Chow into this joke, and then to the point where people go to Fogo de Chow and just make those jokes the whole dinner, and people at work at Fogo de Chow are like, "This is such bullshit." Where did this start? Oh, this I is mean, so just, unique. And they're like staring yeah. at their waiters. They're like, oh, my they're like, God. <laughs> <laughs> so help us out, listeners. Let's, 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 let's cancel Fogo to show. Uh, do you want to give the final rundown of the rankings of the Grimsman? Uh, yeah, I wasn't prepared. I'm going to go off the top of my head. I believe it was Christian, then Elvis. Yep. Then it was a very tight uh, third place was Graham, then Nate. I believe Graham mm-hmm. edged out Nate by two points. Nate was passed out for Barrio Kart. Maybe he could have snuck in a 10-pointer yeah. or something. Could have been. Um, and then fifth place, Ronnie, with the with the um, upset, sneaking in to the groomsmen for the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Two, two men that were left out and have to sit in the damn stands for the wedding are 
Kenji Sagami, and last place, sadly, Tyler Pilo. You get to dress like Grimsman, but remember, you are not. You're not Grimsman. <laughs> and I also would like to remind you the best part of all of this is that Friday night before the wedding, you are on Beer Bitch Duties. Mmm, Beer Bitch Duties. And I haven't decided, so on my wedding website, I can list my Grimsman and stuff. I have to decide how to name you guys and label you and uh, rank you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I want to do, like, maybe just, like, best man, second best man, third best man. That kind of makes it sound like I have a bunch of best men. I wanted to make sure that it's second best man, not you should second, do second best, best man. comma man. Okay, I could do that. Yeah. yeah. And then worst man is Ty. I'm so sorry. Oh, did he Feel get it. last from Kenji, too? I think he did. I believe he did. Uh, yeah. He didn't yeah. want last. Because Kenji won assassins, yeah. Yeah. So I believe... We discussed on last week's pod making a movie out of this, right? We did, indeed, discuss this. And I said that I could... Uh, I'll, I'll figure out who... Oh, shoot, I forgot to... You can figure these out on the fly. It'll be good. Kay. I did seven, yeah. and I forgot one name. So we're going to... This will be who is going to play us in the movie of my bachelor party. And then this way, the listeners can kind of picture the personalities here that were at stake. And then you can really feel like you were part of it. I even took it a step further, and I gave you low-budget, high-budget. Oh, I love to hear it. Okay, yeah. let's so go low budget, high budget, budget slash slash being nice, being mean. Can we do high budget first? Yes. Okay, okay. we can do that. Do you want to hear yeah. all of them first, or do you want to yeah, hear Yeah, I want to hear person? all of them so I can picture the movie, all and right. then, yeah. All right, we'll start with you. Okay. So I have Efron, who you chose, ah, as Noel. Love it. Thank you, I appreciate uh, it. We have Statham playing me, which is fantastic. <laughs> that was going to be a good movie. I could tell. Uh, so Nate's is, I need, I need your help here. I really okay. like Wyatt Russell as Nate. I don't know if you know who that is. No, I don't. What's he in? Um, he's in Everything Must, or every Everybody Wants Some. He's, so he's the son of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. He's a pretty good looking dude, but he's mm, also just okay. got like blonde hair, and he's got the nice red, red beard going on. Okay. Uh, I think, or Charlie Hunnam. Don't know who that is either. 0 for 2. Okay. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam's in, um, what's that movie where they fight the dinosaurs with Charlie Day? With like, or not the dinosaurs, uh, they're like monsters and they're like in those Pacific giant... Rim? Yeah, I think so. He's in that. 0 for, 0 for 2. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Moving on. All right, we're playing Bogomil. We didn't do Graham? I forgot. We didn't yeah. do one for Graham? Yeah. Either? Either high budget no, or low I budget? No, I forgot. His name got lost in the mix here. Well, now he's got this disgusting beard. You know who he's going to be? He's going to be the guy from well, this is the nice Knocked one, Up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm ready for one for the, for the not okay, nice okay. one then. Um, who's like a... I'm thinking like Gerard Butler. Is that too nice? No, that seems nice enough. Uh, honestly, probably like the worst one on the rest of this list. Okay, Gerard Butler then. There okay, Gerard Butler. Um, Ronnie. <laughs> it's either Christopher Mintz-Plass... <laughs> or Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's Mm-mm. Christopher mintz Platts, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's it's McLovin, the, for sure. And that's the yeah. nice one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ronnie's McLovin. <laughs> He's not going to like the other one. I know. <laughs> Christian. I'm giving Christian top-knot army hammer. <laughs> He's like, didn't he get canceled recently? Oh, hardcore. Army hammer, that's a good one. I, I think that is a, that, yeah. that could be Christian. Very sure. handsome, okay. though. Yes, he is, definitely. Um, Pilo. Liam Hemsworth. On the nice end. Is Liam Thor? No, that's Chris. Liam's the Liam's the, the brother that was married to Miley for a long time. Or not a long time. They were okay, I guess I guess I could see it. Fair enough. Tougher, tougher. Yeah. Um Kenji, I'm giving Steven Yun. Who is I believe he is the guy from Walking Dead. The Asian dude, obviously. Yes, okay. I bet he'd probably like that. Unless yeah. that guy's not he's Japanese. A handsome if he's guy. like Korean or Chinese, then he's going to hate he it. He is Korean. Okay, he's going to hate it. Although his, okay. his girlfriend is Korean, so maybe he'll like it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. Can I guess the low budget before you say? Yeah. Or yeah. is that going to ruin it for you if I guess? No, no, right? not at all. Not at all. Uh, all right. Do you want to do you first? <laughs> is it Haley Joel Osmond? Yes, it is. Okay. I think it's a great comparison, right. honestly. Yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> if Efron, you're gonna, if you're gonna like me, mine, I feel good about my low budget one. Okay, I was gonna guess Vern Troyer. <laughs> That'd be high budget too. He's also <laughs> isn't he dead? Did he die? He may have yeah, died. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I actually gave myself uh, Rob Cordry, who is that the bald dude from Hot Tub Time Machine, the one that's <laughs> named Lou. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's probably would play you. If we're yeah. Being honest. <laughs> fair. It's fair. <laughs> Uh, Nate. Or wait, <laughs> is he the guy 
Is he the same guy? No, who's the bald guy from the league? Oh, fuck. That would suck. That's a bad one. Yeah, that guy sucks. I'll give, I like the guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. He's a much better bald guy. Yeah, He's actually sure. like a good actor. Okay. Yeah. Moving uh, on. Nate, I'm giving uh, Greasy David Spade. Like a taller David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. I don't think you would like that. Okay. Yeah. I don't kind of think if I had one for Nate. Uh, no, we can move on. Okay. So wait Graham? for Graham. What did you have for Graham? I was gonna say, you know, in Knocked Up, where they have that bet going with the guy who has to grow out his hair and beard as long as he can, and they just make jokes at him the whole time. Yeah. That guy okay. with that hair and beard because he looks <laughs> awful. <laughs> Done. Okay. Good. Uh, I really like this one, Ronnie, okay. Jim Parsons, aka Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. Give <laughs> no. me Sheldon. Um, I was actually thinking you could go for the good one. You could go another super bad character. He could be Michael Sarah too. I was thinking it. Michael but Sarah would be better Nick than better. McLovin. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Christian's bad one is really hard. I can't really think of like a big, ugly blonde. I don't dude. know if it's bad, but I was telling me as a Will Ferrell body. Could he be like yeah. a Will Ferrell with a short hair? I was hair? thinking like out of shape Owen Wilson. Mmm. What about Vince Vaughn? Could we get a lighter, yeah, lighter Vince Vaughn's Vince not Vaughn? bad. Lighter yeah. hair Vince Vaughn, that's not bad. Okay. But that, those are both good. It's supposed to have a bad one. I know. I'm, yeah. It's hard. We failed. I know. I know. Okay. He's the winner. What do you want me to do? He won. He should have he the won. best one. Right. That's a good point. Uh, Pilo, I gave Tom Felton, who is uh, Draco Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> And it's then, do you want to guess who Kenji's was? Ken Jong. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> him or Masi Oka, who is, I don't know if you've ever seen Heroes. Mm, yeah. yeah. The Asian dude from Heroes. It's that's actually probably pretty the good. best one. Yeah. yeah, that is the best one. Really good. Well, Asian guy. Okay. So, what's the movie called? Best, best I think, man. is there just a movie called Best Man already? Probably. This would be that. like if Tag, again, if Tag was good, this would be that movie. Who would be Ed Helms? I feel like Graham would I be like Ed Helms, you with El- beard, Ed Helms with a Ed Helms for one of your possible Me? Ed Helms? Yeah. I don't like that. No, I could be John Krasinski, though, if you really want. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, listeners, let us know which movie you'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Option A or option B. Um, I need to go back to my notes here. Okay. All right. Last category here, coin. NBA playoffs starting. Warriors and Lakers playing tonight. We're pretty high feed. You're wearing oh, your high feed. In my LeBron jersey, jersey tee. I wore mine last night when we mm-hmm. recorded for the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, give me some uh, playing game thoughts or playoff thoughts. I, I just want to. I I'm really jacked about the the playing game. I, it's fun. I know that the first two were bad yesterday. I don't know what the score of the Spurs Grizzlies game is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the even though the games were bad yesterday. It, it felt cool that they were happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right. one of these teams gets to go and the other doesn't. It's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. And like, the idea of Russell Westbrook in a winner-take-all game is good. It's just a good thing to me. Um, yes. And then, of course, tonight we're getting, you know, just Steph versus LeBron. That's really awesome. We haven't really had it since the finals, I don't think. I mean, you know, regular season, but they play in the regular season all the time. There's like actual stakes. Yeah. And it's in a season where LeBron hasn't played much. And uh, Steph Curry is just throwing straight up flames out of his hands. Uh, yeah. He seemingly can't miss. It's going to feel good. I mean, I know he was like complimenting him, be like, oh, he's the best player in the league right now, MVP. You know, he would love to just come out and score 40 points and just shut the fuck down. I saw some uh, Instagram post that was like the top 10 plays of like LeBron versus Steph playoff games or something. Mm-hmm. And I was watching like the one where LeBron blocks him and gives him the look. Like, Oh, Fantastic. I was hyphy. Um, we did mention that, I think last pot or two ago, that Steph Curry is somewhere between Eva Mendez and Seatbelt in the Sun hot right now. Is that correct? Roughly correct. Right? Somewhere in there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Playing games fun. I'm a very big fan of Russell Westbrook in the final game, although he's not really the best. He didn't do very well last night. No. My only thought in the playing tournament is. Since the Lakers really got kind of screwed over by the fact that they literally were tied for the five seed in the West, same record, but lost to tiebreakers, they got to do the play-in tournament. Meanwhile, you got Boston over on the East that's literally 500 
and they're in the same damn spot. So my thought mm -hmm. is, if you're gonna do the playing tournament, make these seven seeds play in the playing tournament. You should get rid of conferences. We should just do the top uh, twelve teams, top twelve records get to be in the playoffs, and then the next eight teams do a play-in tournament. Mm -hmm. That's my thought. I had the the list of the uh, matchups of what they would be. I don't. Know. Do you want it, do you want me to go over them? Yeah. Okay. So if we went to a non-conference playoff, you'd have the Jazz, Suns, 76ers, and Nets. Same top four seeds. They would just have buys, or not buys, but waiting for the play-in tournament. You would have the five-seed Nuggets against the 12-seed Knicks. Mm -hmm. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. Wait, wait, wait. The five-seed Nuggets? Nuggets? Versus wait, the so 12? are these teams getting buys still? Mm, buys right? in what sense? This, this is like, this are is one, the two, first three, round. four getting buys or something? No, they're just oh, they don't gotcha. know. We don't gotcha. know their opponents until the play-in tournament. Understood. Is Understood. Yep. Go on. Five and so Nuggets and Knicks. So we're getting some nice, fun uh, interconference uh, matchups here. Mm -hmm. You'd have the six-seed Clippers versus the eleven-seed Atlanta Hawks. Could be Could fun. Be interesting. Yeah. Could be fun. You would then have the seven-seed Milwaukee Bucks versus the ten-seed LA Lakers, which. That would be a nupid first round matchup. That's phenomenal. It's wild phenomenal. to see the Bucks as a seven seed too. I know. Less wild than seeing the Lakers as the ten seed. I yeah. guess unless you unless you take into injuries account. But yeah. Um, yeah. And then last you'd have the eight seed Mavericks versus the nine seed Blazers, which would be a very very fun eight nine matchup. They seem like the eight nine. That matchup. game is probably one forty five to one forty every single night. Yes. No defense whatsoever. Yeah. So then you'd have the Heat, Warriors, Grizzlies, Celtics, Wizards, Pacers, Spurs, and Hornets in an eight-team playing tourney. You can figure out how to do it, where the seven seeds are, you know, kind of have a bye or double elimination or mm -hmm, whatever. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. there you go. And then and then really all that did was pull the Lakers into the playoffs and push mm -hmm. the Heat so out. So they don't have to, yeah. But like the Lakers should not have to do this playing game. No, they really. They, should. Like you said, forty-two they'd be the, the five seed, right? They're twelve games over five hundred. Come on. Yeah. So. Well, they'd be, they'd be the four seed in the what East. Uh, they would be the yes, correct. I believe the that's right. Knicks are forty-one, thirty-one. Yes. I mean, exactly. they should be in then, right? Come on, should be. Yeah, in. I mean, come. Yeah. I mean, come. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um. Any other NBA thoughts? The the only thoughts are I, I just wanted to pick. I want to pick Eastern Conference, Western Conference winners, mm. and then I'm not going to make us predict a champ yet. Good news. We've gotten to the point in the pod that we have not recorded yet. Yay. The good and I'm news still is. recording, apparently. I'm at 53. Oh, shit. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> All right. So we're picking East and West and, and Champ? Is that what you said? Yeah. Or you yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah. pick a Champ? Oh, okay. We don't have to pick Champ yet. All right. I mean, I'm going to go very vanilla, but this is just what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be Brooklyn and the Lakers. I think Brooklyn's going to get there. Um... I, it goes against every all of my, all of my morals, mm -hmm. just in the sense that they just haven't played together. It's hard to just throw a team together and don't play together and make a few rounds. They're going to have to beat Milwaukee and Philly in all likelihood. Right. Um, but I just think that those three guys are so much better than like if your third best player is Kyrie Irving, your team is so fucking good. It's ridiculous. Really good. Very very. And then the Lakers. I just I just, the last time LeBron James lost a playoff series before the finals was 2010 that was a long time ago and that, that was, was in the long. western conference finals the both eastern years right conference finals but eastern, eastern conference finals yeah. thank you yes to the yeah exactly to the Mavs. i want i that was the celtics i could be wrong i'm pretty sure he has never lost the first round is never ever so i mean i'm not gonna bet against him now what who's gonna have to get through the if they win that tonight, first matchup to is tough Utah or Phoenix? They say Phoenix. It's tough, but come on, you got. It's LeBron also and AD. it's also such a different thing. It's both of both of the Suns guards are so much better than all of the Lakers guards, and the Suns just have nobody who can play Davis. And like, no, Anthony Davis is going to put eight in a in a blender the entire night. My guy KCP is going to lock down Chris. Going so hard. Yeah. All right. What's your? And I'm gonna. I mean. Come on, I'm gonna take the Lakers to win it. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> Who do you got? Uh, I think I actually. We talked about this a while ago. I think I am gonna pick the Bucks to win the East. Okay, I like that a lot. I like that they don't have pressure on them. 
uh, and people think it's a down year. Giannis is just as good as he's always been. Where it seems like we're getting a healthier Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like this team. I do. I like it. And then I'm also going to pick the Lakers for every reason that you just said. It's pretty much a split decision between all three teams in the East for me. Like I, like could, you could sway me with just a couple sentences on even Philly. I actually kind of like Philly too, yeah. but yeah, Knicks, yeah. <laughs> Wizards, baby, let's yeah. go. Wizards. Right. So the Lakers looks like they're t- they're champs. Yeah, the only other team I could see, I just, I just don't like the Clippers. I don't like them. I don't think the basketball gods reward tanking to avoid a team. No. So. I don't hate Utah. I gotta say, I do. I just don't see any. I like Donovan see, Mitchell. I would probably take the Clippers second. I just like it's just about your two best players. That's just how the NBA playoffs works. Like, what would you? What would you? Who would you like, like most to win it in the West? Besides LeBron, Lakers, yeah. What team is LeBron on? I don't care. LeBron. <laughs> um, I mean, probably Blazers. Probably Blazers. Okay, uh, realistic teams then. <laughs> Are Nuggets realistic or no? Kind of. You could say the Nuggets. I mean, I would say the Nuggets. I would go, I mean, Nuggets. Then, so if, I would say probably the realistic teams are Suns, Jazz, and Clippers. Yeah. I would rather see, I kind of like Utah. Okay. It's kind of fun to see Utah. I would go Utah, Phoenix, then the Clippers. The Clippers are my... I would love to see Chris Paul get a title. Yeah, that'd be cool. For sure. Yeah. After, obviously, Blazers are next. Yeah, but. I'm done. I don't want the Mavericks to win. I'm not trying to ha- hear this. No, hear this. Luca is Big better old than suck fast. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm out on that. Okay. What, what uh, time is it? I think it might be time for a little bit of. It's time for stupid. Oh, that is Roy. No. I got a little accent right there. I was a little weird. Was that Shrek? Who was that? <laughs> a little right. No. Uh, that, was, that was Smash Mouth, I think. That was Smash Mouth. <laughs> it is time for Stumptown, and I have a question that I do think you can get, but I okay. will try to stump you regardless. Fair enough. Noel, the regular season has finally come to an end for the NBA, and award season is upon us. The one that is most important, and that we want LeBron to get every year, of course, the yes. MVP. Mm-hmm. There are a few factors that go into that MVP award. One is narrative, the story around a player and his team. There's team success, and of course, statistics. Stats. Before I get to my actual question, I would like to ask you a question. Since the year 1970, which I've just made my unofficial cutoff for stats tonight, uh, there Fantastic. have That's only years. ever been two players to score less than 20 points per game and win the NBA MVP. Bill Walton in 77 and 78 for the Portland Trailblazers, who had a stat line of 18.9, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, a block, and two and a half steals a game. Mm-hmm. And this player, do you know who? The only player since 1970 to win MVP without scoring 20 points a game. I'm going to go with Steve Nash. That is correct. Steve Nash yes. in both of his MVP years, I actually even wrote, that is correct. Steve Nash in both of his MVP <laughs> years in 05 and 06 scored nice. just 15 and a half and 18 and 18.8 points. Wow. Okay. It's not very much. This year, the presumptive MVP is Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets, who is scoring 26.4 a game while also grabbing almost 11 boards and dishing over eight assists per game as a center. Wow. Nuggets have been very fun all year, and since Murray's uh, injury, Jokic has really poured it on. He will also become just the fifth foreign-born player to ever win the award, joining Giannis, Dirk, Nash, and Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm, okay. What nice. I'm more interested in, Noel, though, is Jokic's 26.4 points a game, okay. which seems low considering the scoring push we've seen in the last 20 years. True. Since the year 2000, five yes. players have averaged 30-plus in their MVP campaigns. Name them. One, give me one second, really quick. Okay. I had the I had the open last night. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. Um, I believe it is this one. Go. Go. Yep. Uh, Steph Curry. 
That is correct. In 2015-16 season, he scored 30.1 points per game on his way to a unanimous MVP. Kevin Durant. That is correct. In 2014, his only one, The Servant, scored 32 points (laughs) per game. (laughs) Uh, James Harden. That is correct. In his MVP campaign in 2017-18, he scored 30.4 points per game. I have to go with my guy, Russ West. Also correct. So that's four in five years. Uh, Russell Westbrook scored 31.6 points per game in his triple-double 2016-17 season. And finally, I don't want any strikes, so I'm going to go with the late Kobe Bryant. That is incorrect. No. Damn it. Uh, Kobe uh, did not win his MVP until 07-08 and only scored 28 points per game that year while grabbing six uh, six boards and dishing five assists, which I'm kind of shocked about. Not really a passer, that Kobe guy. <laughs> I don't think LeBron averaged 30 in an MVP year. I'm going to go with... 30 points per game in an MVP year since the year 2000. I don't think AI ever won an MVP. I don't think Shaq won with 30 points. Giannis? Sadly, no, Noel. Mm. Uh, Giannis' highest scoring MVP was last year at 29.5 points per game. Okay. I may lose this. Not Dirk. Not, uh, who else has won MVP? This is a tough one. No D-Wade. Uh... Katie, you got any ideas? MVP. So it has to be an MVP that scored 30 or more since 2000. Um, what about AI? I did consider AI, but I wasn't sure if he won an MVP. All right, we'll go with it. Alan Iverson. That is correct, Katie. In 2000-2001, Allen Iverson averaged 31.1 points per game on his way to a finals trip in which they won, of course, game one, and he stepped over Tyronn Lue against the Lakers. Of course. Of course. course. I really needed my partner over here. Thank you. So glad you got Nice work, Katie. Proud of you. Good job getting those first four. Those were tough ones. That's Katie's first Stumptown win. It might be. Might be. But we were not stumped. Mm Mm-mm. Okay, that's going to do it for the longest Rookie Show pod episode of all time. Not by running time, <laughs> by, by recording time. <laughs> Easily. Easily. A lot of technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Uh, you can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Where can they you follow can. you, Coin? You can. You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at C. Travis Knoll on Instagram. I skipped the Twitter. The C, of course, stands for... Cornhole. Mm, I've smart, probably smart, used smart, that smart. before. I think you, can you follow have. me at DeCreamFillin on Twitter. True. Dare I say, play us out, Baja Men. That is correct. Exactly <laughs> where my head was, too. And we will be playing their second best song. Yeah, of course. Their second best song, Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'll see you we'll later. talk to you later, everybody.